The views and opinions expressed by individuals on the following program do not necessarily reflect those of the network, Guys Guy Radio, and its platforms. It's Guys Guy Radio. Here's your host, Robert Manny. Welcome to Guys Guys Radio. This is your host, Robert Manny, welcoming you to the show where men and women can be at their best and everyone wins Guys Guys Radio. We're here to inform you, inspire you, empower you, and get you to think, feel, and who knows, maybe even act by virtue of the journeys, stories, experiences, and insights of the guests I bring you each and every week to the show. Once again, this week is no exception. Today we're going to talk about breathing. We're going to talk about cold water immersion. We're going to talk about meditation and other practices and protocols that can help you reduce your stress and be in a position to live your best life. My special guest today, a new guest to Guys Guys Radio, is Marie Bodine. Marie is an inner peace peace coach. Her website is innerpeaceportal.com. Marie has traveled globally, influencing high-level performers, professional athletes, elite military teams to help them recalibrate their minds, repair their bodies, improve their immunity, and connect to unshakably inner peace. So Marie Bodine, my very special guest on Guys Guys Radio, and like we always say on Guys Guys Radio, we're not doctors here, we're not physicians. We're suggesting that you learn about different types of practices and protocols that we bring you through our guests on the show and we discuss. And if you want to learn more about it, you do your research. If you want to take them on, if you have any medical issues, whatever, check with your physician. Say, hey, can I do cold water immersion? Can I stay in the shower with with the water turned on ice cold for three minutes? Can I do practices where I work with my breath before you take this on? And then once you get your clear, you're all clear, then it's up to you to determine what you want to do and how much of it. I do the cold water immersion in the shower every day. I haven't done the Wim Hof method that Marie teaches, but I'm looking forward to that. When I go in the Pacific Ocean here in Southern California, you can, get a little, you can get a little nippy here, believe it or not. The Pacific water can be cold, and there's a lot of folks, wetsuits all year round and stuff, but I, uh, I'll go in there and uh, stay as long as I can. And uh, it really makes me feel great. The cold water in the shower makes me feel great. And the breathing practices that Marie has worked with me, we've done two sessions, we're going to do a third one, have really uh, made a difference. I enjoy it. I enjoy it a lot. And as well as that, we're going to touch on meditation and the importance of meditation and helping you kind of calm yourself, reduce stress, be present, and be just the best person you can be. Because we all know we're in a very stressful world. And it seems like the stress keeps ratcheting up each and every day. Most of the news that we see is like bad news, bad news, bad news, and so much fear-mongering. So we really have to take the time to be peaceful, to find our inner peace. And to do that, you need to work on yourself. You want to make the world a better place? Work on yourself. Start with yourself. When you're in the best position, you're going to be able to affect things and affect other people in a really positive way. So I'm thrilled that we're going to talk with Marie Bodine here on Guys Guys Radio. It's some practices that I do, I believe in, but it may not be for you. And it may not be right for you in terms of should you do it or not, whatever your health situation is. But at least here, you can learn about them, you can check with your physician, and then you can determine what works for you and when you're going to do it and how you're going to do it. But I don't think anybody would argue with the fact that meditation works. 
and meditation can calm you down. And even if you start with just a few minutes a day, if you do it on a daily basis, it's going to make a difference. And uh, it, there's so many practices that you can do on your own for free in the privacy of your home that can help you just relax. I'll give you a quick one before we bring Marie on. And that is, and we're going to get into this also, is box breathing, where you can uh, hold your breath for four seconds, uh, take an inhale rather for four seconds, hold it for four seconds, and then release it for four seconds. Or you can do seven, four, five. There's different ways of doing it. And again, check with your physician on that. But uh, box breathing helps me. If I'm laying in bed and I need to uh, fall asleep and I'm having trouble, I'll do that. I'll try to do that 10 or 20 times. And by the time I reach 10 times, I'm, I'm asleep and it works for me. But again, everything works differently for different people. So check with your doctor. If you're cool to be able to do these things, give them a try or consider them and learn more about them. Marie's website is innerpeaceportal.com. But I want to get to our conversation because I think it's a good one. I think you can learn a lot and there may be some things in there for you. So Guys Guys Radio, bringing on our special guest, Marie Bodine. It's Guys Guy Radio. Okay, Guys Guys Radio, it is the interview portion of our program, and I'm delighted to tell you that we're going to talk about some fun things and things that are near and dear to my heart today. I'll tell you about our guests in a moment, but we're going to talk about the Wim Hof Method. We're going to talk about cold, uh, the ice bath, and we're going to talk about breathing, all ways to help you live your best life. They're really fantastic practices for you to consider. Obviously, I'm not a doctor. My guest is not a doctor, but we're going to talk about our practices, what we do, and what my guest has taught people to do that has really helped them um, really stay healthy, work on their immunity, etc. But you've got to do what you've got to do. I bring you the information with my guests, and we talk about it, and then you determine what's best for you. But I got to tell you, I'm into this, and that's why I want to share it with you. So let me tell you about my guest. Humanity is experiencing a global connection with 350 million people walking around and they're stressed and they're depressed every day. And I think you'd agree with me there. Science has shown that the answer to solving this lies right under under our noses. And it's not a pill. It's how we breathe. And I've been guilty of this myself. My wife will say, why are you breathing like that? (laughs) I'm a mouth breather and I'm a chest breather and we have to go deeper than that. So my special guest is Maria Marie Bodine. She's an inner peace coach who facilitates a variety of powerful practices from breath practices and cold therapies to deep mindset mindset training. She's based in Toronto, Canada. She facilitates powerful breath and meditation events, Wim Hof Method workshops throughout America. And she's worked with everybody from corporations, Royal Canadian Mounted Police Emergency Task Force, Canadian Special Operations. So this is the real deal. So I'm delighted to uh, welcome to our show somebody I've worked with and somebody who I think really knows her stuff, Marie Bodine. Welcome to Guys Guys Radio. It's a pleasure, Robert. Really happy to be here. And I'm, I'm, I didn't know if it's a, if, uh, the right pronoun, so I apologize if I said she ahead of time without checking with you. It's all good. We're good. Okay. Yep. Great. Okay, so let's start right at the beginning. Tell our listeners and our viewers a little bit about what, what it is you do and what inspired you to get into the field you're in now. It all started when... I'll make this the intro short because it's quite it's quite interesting. It all started when I was 10 years old watching television 
clicking the clicker, watching the shows go by, and I saw some people exit in bathing suits, a shack, and jump into a cold lake. And as a 10-year-old, I thought, well, what the heck? Are, what are they doing? I don't know anybody that does this. And while I was watching the show, unbeknownst to me, way over on the other side of the world in the Netherlands, Wim Hof was practicing cold exposure by himself in silence, in secrecy, without telling anyone also. So this whole concept of doing cold exposure in this culture was not as popular as it is now, that's for sure. Historically, it's, it's been practiced for many, 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 many hundreds of years. But I realized when I learned how to create a technique for myself, I made it much more effective than stumbling my way through because I did have some very difficult trial and error moments. And after I started practicing, within about a year, I noticed massive changes in my behavior and my thought process. So I thought, wow, if, if doing it just for a few short months is providing these benefits for me, I wonder what's going to happen if I keep going and my life has completely changed. So how did you begin your training? Where did you train? And uh, what did you learn? Interestingly enough, a gentleman named Anthony Coletti, who was a former uh, drug dealer, got <laughs> shot in, in a drug deal that went wrong about seven or eight times. And he went to Poland with one of my soon-to-be future teachers, Brandon Powell, and he spent some time with Wim, was climbing um, a very, very cold mountain, probably in, in Poland. And then came back and went on the Dave Asprey podcast and talked about it with David and then came to a private um, event and did a talk. And I happened to be at that talk. And I was always looking for a technique. I saw the Vice documentary. I saw that there was a website called the Wim Hof Method. I thought, oh, there's a technique. There's a person that's been doing this. I've been looking for quite a few years on a technique since at least 2016, 2017 and making mistakes and having a really rough ride. And so when I started to go online and actually see the science, I thought, oh, snap, this is so powerful. I understand the science. I'm in the fitness industry. I, I kind of see where this could go. There's a, a big chance that this could blow up like in the best way. This could be huge. This could be global. I can't look away now. I have to read more and I have to find out more. And through persistent investigation of the science studies that are continuing to be published, I'm really starting to understand why. This is a great idea to practice because cold is challenging for people. It's not for everybody. But if you understand the meaning behind what you're doing, Robert, you're going to have a higher chance of being successful, just like exercise, and continuing it uh, th throughout your life. Now, a lot of this has uh, been based on uh, ath athletes. I think we're on the forefront of this. Are you uh, an athlete yourself? And had, if so, did it impact your performance at all? In your I have, yeah, I have been athletic in the past. When I was 12, I auditioned for the National Ballet of Canada, and I started doing Spartan races when I turned 40. Interestingly enough, I learned how to climb a 20-foot rope when I was about 51. It was always like a little dream, and of course, I didn't have anyone to teach me. So I noticed that if I had done this practice in those years, if we had a, a structured technique, I think my performance would have been much better. And I, I know there's many people that come to my workshops and say, we used to do this in high school or college. I hated it. I never knew why. We never had the breath practice that went 
along with the cold exposure, which in my opinion is is integral. And sure, we did it because we had to, but they just didn't, people keep telling me they really didn't understand why. So they resisted it a lot. Now, a lot of this is based on, uh, and it's so right for right now, if you will, because of stress. Our culture is very stressed out. A lot of professionals are getting burned out. Um, What are some of the mistakes that people make that make them burned out and be in a position where they could benefit from some of these practices? You're right. This is happening a lot. And I'm starting to see a lot of people that are very successful getting extremely overwhelmed and feeling hopeless and powerless. What I will say to the people that are feeling like that right now is that perception is simply that. It's not necessarily reality. If people take a few moments just to get into the present moment. And Robert, I know that you know about this because you you have a very beautiful personal practice as well. When people think into the future constantly or spend a lot of time regretting the past, they're not sitting in their power. You only have power in the now because you can only make choices in the now. So I think that that's one thing that people are um, constantly chasing things in the future. Another challenge that I see people having is that they identify their performance with who they are as people. That's true. You know, you're not, you're not, yeah, you're not the project that you're working at. So just for fun, one time in a breath class, I, I asked a question for everyone in the chat. I said, what would you rather be known for doing a bad job or being bad in bed? (laughs) (laughs) And as the questions rolled in, (laughs) It's hilarious. Tell us the answer to that one. Would you rather be bad at your job or would you rather be bad in bed? And everyone said job, job, job. I'd rather get fired. There's no way I want to be known for being bad in bed. And it was just (laughs) a question to get people to kind of see the how, how, you know, when we feel like we're not enough personally, it's worse than death for some people. So when super successful people or very ambitious people link their identity with their performance. It's a slippery slope and their value will always change. And I think I'm here to really remind people too, that you have inherent value that never changes. And that's a a statement that some people are like, probably never heard before. Like, what does that even mean? Well, when you were born, you had value as a human being. And when you were a child, you had value too. So if your primary care provider decided to ch- tell you that your value was different or the media decides to tell you that you're not good enough because you don't do this or that, it's a perception and it's not real. So when I stopped buying into the story of my value was changing from day to day or based on my output, my life got so much better. I made more money and I became more successful and I, I didn't have that uh, like I need to be great. I can't make mistakes. It was all just a big story, and I I linked into a freedom that I've never had before. It's been fantastic. That, that's a, that's amazing, and I think you touched on something that's really important. Where people, uh, and we'll talk. What I want to get to is the kind of how people can tell they you know, what are the five signs of burnout, if you will. But I think a lot of times people look at the they have these goals, and there's the goal, the goal, the goal. But really, to get to the goal, it's one step at a time. So instead of focusing on the next step, that one step do this and then you do that and then you do that then you'll get there instead of just stressing over that ultimate goal you have to give things time 
What are your thoughts on that? And tell us about the five signs of burnout so people know when they're starting to make the wrong decisions and get burned out. Exactly. So I'm going to actually drop a big bomb on people. You can be successful from a fear-driven mindset or a mindset where you have some self-respect and, and self-love. So we can use love and curiosity to drive our behavior to be very successful, even in the workplace or at home or in our personal relationships. Or we can use doubt, scarcity mindset, and negative outcomes to drive our behavior. All will get you to a similar place. You'll get the, the money, you'll get the job, but you're going to have any time if you approach it from a fear base because there's no... Like there's no success there that's long term. So I think when people are having sleep challenges, when they're overthinking, that is one of the biggest life fun killers of all. Overthinking, not being um, okay with making mistakes. And I think when we, when we have these really tight guardrails around our lives and where we can't actually be human, because we're, we're, we're not robots, we, we make error and that's how we actually learn and grow. If we use these challenging moments to actually grow and have some self-compassion, our success becomes wider and we get there faster than beating ourselves up. Because as you know, Robert, that does downregulate the immune system. So overthinking for sure. Overwhelm changes how your brain can actually link to creativity. So it'll block creativity. Sleep challenges, again, when you're, you're not sleeping then you're starting to eat different foods, then you can be, you can have an increased probability of being combative at work or when things have to change and when you need to pivot, that's going to be a big challenge. In 2021, employers uh, had posted that the most valuable skill that people can have, that professionals can have is adaptability. And we see this out in nature too. Evolution really is adaptive adaptability or adaptation. So if if we can understand that the tools, if you're using tools that used to work that aren't working anymore, I'm offering people an opportunity to get a little bit more quiet in their head and drop into their bodies to see if they can connect to what's actually more loving. That's a, that's a great point. My special guest on Guys Guys Radio is Marie Bodine. Um, her website is Inner Peace Portal. So after our show here, you might want to check that out to get more information, Inner Peace Portal. Um, let's talk about some of the practices that you teach people. Um, there's breath work, there's the cold immersion, and uh, you have meditation also as part of uh, kind of what you do. Tell us about each one of those a little bit, the kind of what the things you teach and what's important for people to know to be able to benefit from those three practices. Yeah, so when I speak to a new person that is really starting to begin to explore what breathing does, if someone isn't currently a meditator or doesn't have a journal practice or doesn't go to the gym, those kinds of things, often I hear, well, what can breathing can't do anything. It it's neutral. It doesn't really it it doesn't regulate your emotions. It doesn't change any chemicals in your body. And we're starting to see now with science that's been dropping lately over the past few years that when we take a look at the blood and we examine what's going on in the blood, we can see now that certain breath patterns, either paradoxical, which is shoulder and collarbone breathing, also known as fight or flight or stressed breathing, create specific chemicals in the body 
that changes how we digest, how we create a creative problem solve, and how we repair our own tissue. So when we're calm, it's telling the rest of our system, nothing to see here, everything's great, continue to do all the life-giving things that you do. But just through a maladaptive breath pattern, we can shut off the immune system or downregulate it, narrow our focus and our vision, and become difficult to, to be with, and have also skin and digestive and elimination issues. So when we help people understand that breath patterns are very easy to adapt and learn and change, especially the basic ones like box breathing, for those people that don't know what a box breath is, it's a slow nose, belly or diaphragmatic inhale through the nose, and then you hold it for four. And then you exhale out for four. Slow belly exhale. And then you hold for four. So instead of breathing 20 times per minute, we're dropping it down to about five and a half. And that changes your chemistry within seconds. Let me interject one thing there, if I might. Uh, for, for if folks, for me, if I, if I want to get to sleep quickly, I'll do box breathing. And by the time I finish 20 reps, if you will, I'm asleep. It's almost every single time for me that works for me. Is that part of the benefits that have been kind of scientifically recorded? Or is this just something that's happening with me? I find if I'm in bed and I can't sleep, I'll do sometimes a hold till seven, uh, breathe, inhale for seven, hold for five exhale for four, something like that. Some combination of seems to work. Yeah, all that changes the breath pattern and the rate and the volume that gases are moving in and out of your body. So to explain it in a simple way, you have a very large nerve that runs through your entire body, the vagus nerve. It links the brain and the heart and the digestive system. And when you're regulating your breathing, Robert, to that pattern, that slow, easy pattern, the channels in those three centers and more open up and they all start talking to each other. So the, the vagus nerve is bi-directional. The stomach can talk to the brain and the heart can talk to the brain and the brain can talk to the heart. So when they're all on board and you're starting to improve your heart rate var variability, you're able to calm your nervous system down so that you can fall as asleep. We're really stopping the thinking part of the brain and dropping into the other centers of the body that would prefer to run the show at that time. Now let's uh, escalate. Let's uh, let's get to the next level. That's kind of a basic box breathing. Take us to where we can go from there and lead up to kind of the practice that you and I did together that you taught me. So hypoxic holds is what you're referring to. And that's a, a different kind of pattern where we inhale and exhale again from the using mostly the diaphragm. Of course, we're breathing in from all parts of the body. And we're changing the gas ratio in our blood through a lot of faster breaths with no holds for a while. Sometimes, especially if you're following the Wim Hof method, that would be 30 to 40 breaths. And of course, we're not exhaling forcefully. We're exhaling passively, but we're really starting to exhale the CO2, which will allow us to get to a breath hold. And when we hold our breath, the oxygen in the blood starts to get used and then drops down to 85% or lower will create a full body reset. And what does that mean? It means that the stress that you were thinking about is now gone because your body is not focusing on that anymore. It's recalibrating your entire system. The dopamine is 
shooting through your your brain. It's like a bungee jump. That's what Wim says, really. You're getting a lot of high cortisol, so we're recalibrating the uh, adrenal system. So I love that for a pre-workout. I'm starting to see studies now that are demonstrating that we can create erythropoietin in our blood pre-workout. So doing a breath uh, session like that, maybe 30 to 40 breaths, three to four different rounds with holds can really start to reset your day. In fact, for people that don't have use of their arms and their legs, they're using this as a cardiovascular exercise. There's just so much more science now, thankfully, that is demonstrating that this has a full systemic effect. So when we finish that session, like you had, maybe you can describe that for some of the listeners too, because um, they might be interested in hearing your experience. We leave that session perhaps with the same problems that we had in life, but our perception of how they, you know, what they mean to us is radically different. And that's what I love about the practice. It really stops some of the wasteful worry that we all fall into and the stress and allows us to refocus what's important. Because now we're looking at, is this an emergency, what I was thinking about, or is it just really super annoying? And when it's annoying over time, we're retraining the brain in the entire system to worry about those little things so much less so that we can focus on the beauty and the productivity that we really want to create in our lives. Let's let's talk about that a little bit. What Marie taught me and my special guest, Marie Bodine, the inner peace coach, um, taught me about breathing is um, to take a bunch of breaths. And then what the interesting part of it was you hold on the release. And most people would think like, okay, I take a deep breath and I hold it as long as I can. And that's going to have the same effects. I, I don't think, well, you can correct me on this, that it does the same thing because you release on the exhale and then your body goes into a stress situation and uh, it starts to be challenging. But the more you do it, the easier it is. And afterwards, you feel energized, like you have a lot more blood pumping through you. And one of the benefits, long, you know, longer term, and I, I don't mean long, long term, I mean, you know, right after you're done for the next couple of minutes or so, you start to have a calming effect for the rest of your day. It goes into that where some of the things like you were saying, Marie, that seem so important start to kind of ratchet down a little bit. And you realize that when you bring it all back to breathing, that's the basic and you can live more in the moment that way and be more present and be more aware for yourself and of yourself and also for the people around you that you interact with. It makes for a better world, in my opinion, a simple practice such as breathing. And I'm a runner. I've run three marathons. I started swimming as a replacement for running as I've aged to just a just to give some uh, um, relief from my joints and stuff. And um, I'm finding, you know, my breath is getting better and better, even though I'm aging. But this practice is going to take it to a new level because I, I actually could feel the, it's like new blood was being created through the stress of the practice. Is that correct? That is true. So erythropoietin gets signaled and then I believe it would be the spleen and some of the bone marrow are releasing roughly 2 million new red blood cells with every hold. So for those of you that like to work out or you, Robert, that run, having more blood to create more um, oxygen availability to transport through the body, that's something that we want. And you're right, when we're exhaling on the hold, what that really means is we're just able to process that oxygen that's in our blood faster. So our holds will roughly be anywhere from 90 seconds to maybe two minutes, for some people, two and a half minutes. But what I love about this is we're really having 
an experience of a stressful moment when we get to control it, when we're calm and when there's no immediate threat and danger, which retrains our nervous system that we can manage stress a little bit more easily. And then over time, as I mentioned a little bit before, we we worry less about the other things because we're practicing being calm in a stressful moment. And isn't that what we all want? I think it's important to note that um, we're not suggesting you go out and start to do this on your own. You really need to be guided through this to really get the most out of it and also to be safe because you just don't want to go around, particularly if you're listening or watching right now, just holding your breath. You're not going to get the same effect. It's like anything else. You want to learn how to swim. You don't just get thrown in the water. You need some type of instruction. So please check out uh, Marie's website, innerpeaceportal.com. Learn more about breathing. Learn more about Wim Hof method before you take this on. You, it's really not wise to take this on on your own without some guidance. So let's move to the Wim Hof method itself, which is cold immersion. So many of us have seen the folks online jumping into ice water and sitting in these ice buckets and also just smashing their heads through a layer of ice into an immersion of their head and their face in the morning. Talk to us about what that's all about and why that works. I particularly want to know about something you can do on at home on your own if you don't have a, a you know a, a, a bathtub type device, if you just want to do it in the sink or you have a little tub you can use about putting your face in the ice water. You're reminding me of all the times that I did it incorrectly before I got <laughs> educated and became an instructor. People told me the wackiest things. They they said, "Oh, the cold can't hurt you," and you know, just put your head under first. All the all the all the things that made it horrible that made me stop for for two years. It was it was awful. I just said, "Forget this." I don't know how these people are doing these kinds of things. So what I will say right off the top is, if you're pregnant or if you have any major heart conditions or a major health condition or uncontrolled epilepsy, you always want to check with your doctor prior to doing any kind of breathing or cold water. We never do breath holds when we're in the water, when we're in the shower, when we're by a pool. We never do breath holds when we're standing up or when we're driving. I have seen the smashed trucks. I have seen the black eyes, people sitting on stools and then breathing and falling over. This is something to be done just like you did when we were together, lying down on a soft, comfortable surface like a sofa or a lounge chair or a bed, a place you would feel comfortable falling asleep at because the hypoxic holds, unlike the box breathing, is a lot more aggressive to the system. We're really doing some deep, stressful work, getting in and then getting out, stressing the body again and then getting out. It changes the pain receptors to our skin. So by the time we get into the cold water, our nervous system is ready to receive the cold, mentally prepped to again go to something challenging. That's why I love the breathing because you could do it for any stressful moment like the dentist or hopefully not a meeting with your divorce attorney or you know any other <laughs> life moment that you might be having that many people go through. Do the breathing first. You'll feel better, you'll feel more in control, you'll feel more empowered, and you'll feel more calm in from your head all the way on down. So sure, we do the breathing a few rounds, then we get into cold water. Is it hard for me? Yes. Has it been hard for the past 60 years? Yes. Do I do it anyway? Yeah, I do. I do because I feel amazing after, and I've also had some incredibly intimate moments with the water and myself. 
I consider this practice like going on a date with water. I want to learn something. I want to leave having realized something new. I want it to feed my soul. I want to have a good time if possible, because again, my attitude going in is going to really affect how I experience the water. And then again, there's sometimes just for going in and just having fun and getting and getting cold. But again, this is something that is a vasoconstrictor. It changes the elasticity of the entire circulatory system. And isn't that what's going to benefit people? All the 18 million people every year that have these, you know, cardiac events and these vascular events, we want to minimize these risks. So when we start to understand that this is an exercise and cold water is like weights for your veins, we can start to see that there's a real effect here that can happen very, very quickly. And of course, for some people, it's one of the hardest things that they'll do all day. So once they pound that out and get that done, they can feel like a winner for the rest of the afternoon. Okay, a couple of questions on the specifics there. The ice, I noticed, uh, I was going to say, how how cold is the water? I usually notice when I'm watching the videos and on your site and other places and Wim Hof that uh, the water is, it's ice, it's ice water. It is water, but it's it's icy cold. That's one thing. Two, how, uh, I want you to talk to us about that. Two, how high up, uh, how high, how deep into the water do you go? Because I see people sitting in these bathtubs and some of them, some of them have the, the, the water up to their chest and others up to their neck. I'm wondering if there's a difference there in your benefit. How long do you stay in the water? And then this kind of mini version where you're just putting in the, uh, you're putting your head in a, in a small bucket of water, ice water. Tell how long do you do that? What are the benefits there? Just the specifics. So much here. Okay. This is, this is amazing. So I, a few years ago, there was less data and less um, blood studies that demonstrated that doing anything less than going up to your neck wasn't going to provide a full body systemic effect. What we're starting to see now is people are, are really starting to study other groups of people at different temperatures. Um, I think ice water for um, U.S. would be, what, 30 degrees yeah, or 32? Well, right. th- uh, 32 is freezing, so Fahrenheit. Okay, so any a little bit higher than that, like maybe 36 to 32 might be something along the lines of five degrees Celsius to to zero is considered ice water. So anything in that range is what science is generally studying now for that range. But anything lower than, you can help me do the math or anyone here can also do the conversion, 20 degrees Celsius to 15 is another range. And then 15 to 10 is another range. 10 to five is another range. So I like to play at all temperatures. We're just saying now is the the, the most of the studies are really done with ice water just because it's easier to standardize. But I'll bet in two to two, three years, there's going to be more evidence showing that just hand immersion or just face or just foot immersion is going to develop a positive, general, feel-good feeling effect, regardless of you know how long you stay in. 30 seconds, a minute, it, we're all going towards you know, beneficial results. It just depends on what you want your outcome to be. If you want to get over a challenge, put your face in some ice water for, you're obviously holding your breath. So you don't want to, you'll, you'll know, (laughs) you'll take your face. (laughs) But what we're starting to see again, CO2 tolerance with the breathing and then mental training with the cold people. I've seen people quit their jobs. I've seen people leave relationships after workshop. I've seen people make major uh, changes that they just weren't ready to make because they just didn't have the confidence. So 
if anyone wants actual specific science, there are studies that I can focus and and send on um, people. But I I would say just for general purposes, if you're having migraines or you're having any kind of chronic headaches or anything like that, try geminal nerve is right near your neck. So you want to stay away from, uh, you know, up to your neck immersion. Chest is okay too. Listen, make it your own. How long typically for beginners would they do the stay in the water, the cold water? You'll start to see you'll start to see positive blood effects from 90 seconds onward. And that would be ironically the hardest moment is (laughs) is second zero to second, you know, 90, because your your body is really trying to get you out. So when you breathe slowly out your belly, you're teaching your body that you're okay. And you're going to have a shift. The body will internally reorganize and realize that you're not leaving and will start to adjust to support you there. And that's a beautiful moment. I see that shift on people's faces all the time. So if a full ice bath isn't for you, try cold showers, try putting your hands in ice water for maybe a minute or two, and then focus on warming up because ice baths are the stressor. But again, what we really want to build is resilience. So What you do in the five minutes or 10 minutes after you get out of the water, in my opinion, is the most important because we're bringing ourselves beautifully back to balance again. Mm -hmm. You know, I have found, uh, and I was doing this before we connected, uh, having just seen some videos and read about it, I, when I take my shower, then I'll turn it on, I get a timer and I'll turn it on ice cold all the way to the, to the right, if you will, for three minutes, I have a timer. And I'll listen to the radio or do something to distract myself. And over time, I have noticed that it's become so much easier. And then at the end, after the three minutes, the alarm goes off. I will I will count to uh, like 50 or 60. And I will slowly turn the water back onto a warmer level. And then I finish up my shower. Uh, it seems to invigorate me. I feel great afterwards. And I'm also finding that if I go to the ocean here in Southern California, water can be surprisingly cold. If I just force myself into it and then stay in it for about 30 seconds minimum or so, to stay in it longer than I, longer than just diving in and out to say, oh, I went in the water, but just get in there for a little bit makes a big difference. I feel really great. And I also noticed that my son's 10, he's on a, like a swim, in a, that's a swim class. Their pool is cold. And the, the pool where I do my laps next door is heated. But the kids who were doing the swimming, that, those, those pools are, are really cold. So talk to us a little bit about the, the temperature and the, the showers and what can we expect just short term, just jumping in and out of the ocean, things like that. Things to start to practice it. I love your stories and your experience. So I'm hearing two <laughs> things that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lovingly hyper-focus on with what you said. When you put on music, to try to quote, distract yourself, you're trying to separate yourself from the experience. That's one option. And it's not a it's not wrong. What I am saying about it, though, is that you're missing an opportunity to connect to more power in your body, and more confidence in your mind. So listen, there's going to be days where we all get into ice baths, and we all primal scream, and we all take photos. And it's, you know, it's a party. But there's also times where you can lean in, surrender and listen to what's going on on inside, and you'll get some pretty beautiful information. So sometimes when I go into cold water, I actually start feeling warm right away. And I'm like, oh, I wonder what my body's doing. My body seems to understand now through practice that it knows what it needs to do. It's working on heating me up. So sometimes when I get into that freezing cold water, I actually feel hot. It's really interesting. 
So when I'm going in understanding that I get to do this because I'm healthy enough to be able to have the gift of getting into cold water, then it changes my experience exponentially. So do you we get wanna... deep, do you go deep into your when you're in the cold water, whether it's a cold shower or in the tub, where is your focus then? Are you focusing on your relationship with the cold water and just yeah. getting there or yourself yeah. or just like zoning out or what what are you doing? I'm fully present. Okay. I'm fully present and I'm I'm listening to my body and I'm I'm with myself and having that experience because I never know when I'm going to get into cold water again and I want to be able to feel confident to be able to experience that because listen life can be a lot harder than just a cold bath or an ice bath life can be way harder and so I want to feel confident in that moment so that when I can get when I get into a a, a life moment that I can't control I'm going to go back to the cold water moment and say, okay, I did this. I've got this. If I did that, what else can I do? And I leave an open-ended question like, well, what's possible in my life? If I can do that, if I can do it, anybody can do it. And so, go ahead. No, 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 please. And so when I leave, I never go back to hot because I, I want my body to do that work for me. And that is the most powerful place to be when my body can self rewarm again my veins will start to adapt and come back to homeostasis and that's the true magic you don't see that on instagram and you because it's not instagram worthy people don't take pictures of themselves warming up there's nothing to see but to be perfectly honest it's the most powerful part of the breathing cold and mindset trifecta which is the the wim hof method so i love heating myself back i can generate heat and so can you using your autonomic system but we won't get there unless we are able to connect to those parts of our bodies using our mind and linking with the body working together as one team for a, a purpose so for my purposes you would suggest i don't dial the heat back onto the shower before i get out just keep it cold finish yeah. up and that's it Okay, yeah. very important. People check out the uh, Wim Hof Method.com, W I M H O F Method.com, before you get involved with too much of the water sports here. And also check out Inner Peace Portal, Marie's website, because you need, you need to be guided on how to do this. Don't just start doing this stuff on your own. Uh, but the benefits are going to pick up over a period of time. And I think you'll really. If you're like me, you'll enjoy it. You may not, and uh, that's up to you, but um, be guided though. Don't just go do it on your own. So how long have you been doing this? How often do you do, you do these practices, Marie? I think it's moving on to six years now that I've been uh, practicing and instructing. And I find that when I vary my cold practice, just like I vary exercise, it's going to be days where I do cardio, there's days where I do range of motion. There's days where I do hot yoga in that crazy roasting hot room. I used to hate those hot rooms until I started doing cold too. And now I can adapt to all these things. I, I it's, it's really strange how things have just gotten so much easier living in my own body and living in my own head. Things have just gotten so much easier. And so I like to keep it varied. I do practice the breathing for sure, some type of breath practice every day and cold most days of the week. So again, if I don't feel like or I'm not well enough or if I'm tired, don't want to do an ice bath, I could put my hands or my face in cold water for maybe a minute 
And then I know that my body will start to use that internally and, and adapt. So, you know, keep the temperatures varied, everybody. If you'll never do an ice bath, just do cold showers and mm-hmm. you're still going to have, you're still going to have benefits. What I will say is that the breath holds, Robert, create anti-inflammatory blood markers that are powerful, 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 very, very powerful. So we know that when we regulate our, our breathing and we have more lung capacity, it's a major, major marker of long-term um, health health possibility or, or benefits. People that can really use their lungs more effectively live longer, uh, healthier lives. Now, the last bit I just want to touch on is meditation because a lot of people meditate and don't do these other practices. I have found as a meditator that adding these other practices are helping me in my meditations. I can get down quicker. I'm zoned out in a really nice way, very present, but just not distracted. And I just feel like I'm getting better meditations because of this, because of the cold and also for the breathing methodology. How do you integrate? How do you integrate your meditation? What type of meditation do you do? How does it all work together? I do all kinds of different meditations. Like I, I love variety, really. Um, I have a specific meditation that I do that's 10 minutes. And then I work with a, a wonderful person named Peter Opperman with the Future Self Institute. I, I'm a faculty instructor there teaching the breath portion. That's a, generally an, an eight-week program that helps people really get, get out of their own way and create more powerful lives using quantum physics, breathing, and uh, future self-thinking, which I, I love in a positive way. But I find that when I'm meditating, I'm having a moment where I'm able to get my body, mind, and my energy system all on board into one focus. We know through science now also people that meditate on a regular basis can heal their bodies 40% faster than angry people. So the tissue responds, and this is a real thing. This is science, and this is biochemical change that doesn't cost anything. Meditation is free. So when we stop thinking from the prefrontal cortex and really get into our whole bodies, that's when the magic happens. Fantastic. Marie Bodine, my special guest, she's the Inner Peace Coach, innerpeaceportal.com. Tell us where people can find you, what's there, what courses you teach, et cetera. And uh, I strongly urge my viewers, my listeners to check out Marie. Uh, the work that Marie is doing is wonderful. It's helped me. It's up to you, though. You have to decide what's right for you. I had a great time also working with you, Rob, online. For the people that don't live in Toronto, we have a membership portal where people can get together with me once a month to breathe live, ask each other questions, ask me questions about your breathing, your cold practice. And then after that, they get a recording for the month, access to a a growing library of video meditations as well as breath practices to really start to turn their life from just okay to super amazing. And I would suggest anyone that's still really just curious about finding out more, there's a free membership that people can sign up for to get 10 ways to create a kick-ass life. If you're not feeling confident, if you're successful on the outside, but feeling really not successful on the inside, send me a message and book a call with me so that we can really start to pull apart some of those knots to get you from where you are to where you want to be. And of course, for people that are ready to do the work and really want to have a great life fast, there's private coaching, and then there's always options there. There's some three choices on the website, but if you want something customized, I'll be more than happy to work with you. Fantastic. Well, Marie Bodine, my teacher for breath work, um, I'm going to keep doing what we've been doing for the next 
six months to a year, I'm going to invite you back to the show. We'll talk about that and more. And I think you're just amazing. And you said that when you turned 51, I almost fell off my chair because for those who are viewing, you could see Marie looks like she's in her 30s and is terrific and vital and full of fresh energy. And uh, you're just doing great work and helping people. So thank you for being on Guys Guys Radio. Thank you, Robert. You're doing a great thing with the show. I'm just really grateful to be here. You got it. It's Guys Guy Radio. Okay, what a fantastic conversation with Marie Bodine. I so much enjoy speaking with Marie, and I think Marie is a real whiz in terms of uh, breathing techniques, the Wim Hof method of cold immersion, meditation, and so many other things to help us with managing our stress. Uh, and so much useful information. Again, check with your physician if you have any doubts about you know what you can do and cannot do. But if you're in good shape and you can do it and you get to go ahead, please consider learning more about these techniques because for me at least, it's, it's done tremendous things. I do the cold water in the shower every morning and I really feel great afterwards. I do some of the breathing work that Marie has taught me and I also meditate on a daily basis and uh, it's helped me. And again, as I said at the opening of the show, we got to work on ourselves. We want to change this crazy, stressful, chaotic world. Step one, work on yourself. Do the best you can do with what you have and take it from there. What did we learn from Marie? I think we learned about the importance of breath and how to breathe, some techniques for that. We learned about some of the uh, aspects of the Wim Hof cold immersion method and how you can kind of start simply with that in terms of just the cold water in the shower or where you when you go for a swim in the ocean, whatever, you know, just being able to deal with some cooler water can be very helpful. And also the benefits of meditation. I don't think anybody would argue with the fact that meditation can be very, very helpful uh, for anybody uh, who's in, I don't, I don't think there's a medical issue with meditation, but if you want to check with your physician on that, go ahead. I meditate daily and it's been going, I've been doing it for a couple of years and it's helped me so much. And I think it's all about these are simple things. Breathing, just how you deal with water uh, and, and integrating cold water techniques into your pro, pro, and protocols into your lifestyle, and meditation. These are simple, free things that can help you. And I think the point is there's a lot of things like that. You can exercise on your own. You can do stretching on your own. It doesn't have to cost you a lot of money. You can start taking care of yourself by making the right choices, what you eat, what you drink, how you behave your lifestyle, so many things you can do to help yourselves. And when you help yourself, you're going to help other people. Guys, Guys Radio, we're here every Wednesday evening on KCAA Radio in Southern California at 8 p.m. Pacific Time, 106.5 FM, 10.50 a.m. The show rebroadcasts every Sunday at 6 p.m. And they also have their own digital portion of the show, so you can listen live, download, stream it. Uh, our podcast, our Guys Guys Radio podcast, is on all of the major platforms. It's been downloaded in over 100 countries. That airs every Thursday, as well as Rumble and YouTube, which come on later in the day. But throughout Thursday, we have the pod, the YouTube, and the Rumble. And then we're on UK Health Radio all weekend long. We're on four times every weekend, and we're also on demand. So you can just go to the UK Health Radio website. You can find our show. And you can listen to whatever episode you are interested in. And UK Health Radio is the world's number one 
talk radio station. It's digital, so it's on the internet. It's there for you whenever you want to listen to it, and you can catch our show here whenever you want. So listen live, stream, download. There's no excuse for you not to be able to find Guys Guys Radio and Guys Guys TV, where you can watch the YouTube and Rumble. If you enjoy the guests and content I bring you each and every week to the show, please support us by subscribing to our YouTube and subscribing to whatever platform that you consume our brand. Thank you so much for that. You can also catch more about me on my website, robertmanny, M-A-N-N-I.com. I've got, over, I've got over 300 blog posts about life, love, the pursuit of happiness, so many of the topics we cover here on Guys Guys Radio. And you can download while you're there. There's uh, over 300 blog posts, but you can download three free chapters of my debut novel, source material for everything guys, guys, called The Guys, Guys, Guide to Love. It is a sexy romp through the fast-moving, high-stake world of Madison Avenue. It's about men dating in Manhattan. And I think if you're curious about that, it's a lot of fun. It's fast, frothy, and sexy. And you'll learn a lot about how dudes roll. So I'm here for you every week, Guys Guys Radio. I love doing the show. I want to thank all my wonderful guests I've connected with uh, over the years, as well as my wonderful producer, Chris. And I want to thank most of all, uh, Ryan, my strategy guy. But most of all, I want to thank you, our wonderful audience. I'm going to see you next week. And like I always say on Guys Guys Radio, Guys Guys, finish first. <laughs>